<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. We ain't got time for that shit. Welcome to Sons of Slam. We have a lot to talk about. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. It's been several years since we recorded the last. What's going on, sir? Uh, I'm just getting over a uh, little bit of a sinus cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was fun. Nothing big, nothing Thank major. Sure. Thank God. Had a little sure. bit of a congestion up here, mm-hmm. up by the eyebrows. Not fun. No, a little bit of a, a running nose. Oh. Couldn't catch it. Yeah. Thank you. Damn it. See, you got it. Thank you. Thank you. You're here all night. I'm only, um, I forget it. I did get a test. Mm-hmm. I did get a test. Thank God it came back negative. Um, that was my STD test. Oh. I also got a COVID test. And, thank you. I did get a COVID test and that was negative too. So that was good. Okay. I guess that was a joke too. I'll take it. Okay. That's it. Go ahead. All right. That's, that's, that's enough. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, it's been pretty good. Nice. I do want to start by saying that yes. I have a surprise for you. Oh, I'm, I'm, now, always, I'm always down for surprises. Hold on. Go ahead. Now. Hold on. Go long, ahead. That makes no sense. A go, long yes. time ago, uh-huh. we had always discussed about favorites. You know, I always say this is my favorite. Every this episode, yes. This is my yes. favorite. Every this episode. This and that. Absolutely. And I always said if I found it on wwe shop that i would get it you found a deal on wwe shop that they don't they don't usually have deals hey hey, hey, hey. you finally got got, i got my gyv scarf shout out shout out to the grizzled young veterans soon to be recognized why did it take so long team champions why did it take so long for them to market that as a thing i have Two words for you. Actually, three words. Riddle and done. That's why. No. <laughs> okay. Because if they had won that, then these would have been on the shelves months ago. The scarves. Years ago. The scarves. So for all that, we need to explain what it was. So Joe has been clamoring forever and has been talking on this, on this podcast, his favorite team, the Grizzled Young Vets, and they usually come in with a their hooligan club scarf. And uh, yep. And now you have you have purchased it from again www.shop.com. Here's a cheap free plug, but I, again, I hope you got a, a good deal on that because they usually are very stiff with their their deals daily. How much would you think this cost? Um, if I, <laughs> they should have a way to combine all the discounts from every single day, and that way you, they have to pay you to take it. Uh, I'm gonna say that scarf cost twenty nine ninety five. Close twenty. Twenty four. The way, the, the, yeah, $24.99. The detail on this. It is very nice. It is very and let nice. Let me tell detail. you something. This is the softest scarf. I'm not a scarf guy. Mm-hmm. I am now. You are now. Because <laughs> they are. This scarf is so goddamn soft. They are caressing your neck. Yes. Good for you. I'm happy for you. I really am. That's that's something that you've been clamoring for for a very long time. My neck is somewhere in between in between James Drake and Zach Gibson right now. Hello. Thank you. Just like you like it. Just like I like it. Good for you. What other uh, surprise you got, if any? I do have a surprise. Okay. Another surprise. I was talking it. I do. This one is for you. Oh. Well. I was talking it over with Steven. Oh, jeez. And we came to the conclusion. 
in January, we will be going to the Prudential Center yes. for AEW Dynamite and probably Rampage following after. Right. We oh, geez. are going to give it to you as a birthday present. <gasps> Happy 50th birthday. <laughs> First, first of all, you're a dick. Second of all, uh, I appreciate that. That's awesome. I'm going to enjoy this birthday thoroughly. My birthday is January 6th. They come to Prudential Center January 5th. So, uh, yeah, that night I'll be watching grown men tickle each other and smack each other around and then have some heavy I, drinks. I believe uh, Biggie put it the best. You're gonna, we're going to watch some grown men uh, slap their meat together. Yes. <laughs> I think I'm paraphrasing that a little bit, uh, but it, I'm not that far off. It's not. That was pretty close. Um, yeah. Thank I you. meant thank to you Venmo guys. you before this, like right it is now, all <laughs> but it is all uh, I will do that after the show. We can wait and, and stop the podcast <laughs> right now. No, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Um, no I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to our another mandate uh, come December 8th, which is coming up in two weeks. Holy uh, shit. A little over two and a half weeks. Uh, three weeks. Today. today. From today. Three weeks from today. Good Lord. They didn't waste yep. any time uh, coming back here. No. Well, they're not coming back here, per se. They're you more going to Jersey. So it's in the area. Different. It's the tri-state area. <laughs> they, yes. Yeah, the they have the rest of the country that they kind of, like, foregoed to come back. Yeah. I mean, it didn't. You know, when they went out west last time, it didn't work too well for them. Mm. They were shut down for 18 months. Well, <laughs> shut down in a sense. In Touring a sense. was shut down for 18 months. Right. But now they have the opportunity to get out there again, and they've returned... All the times that they've canceled, my point being, all the times they've canceled Prudential, they've had finally had it, and then now they're coming right back. Yeah. Just Thank God. Maybe we get blood and guts again. It's all good. Who knows? All good. Uh, oh, blood and guts. Um, what else do we have here? Because we've missed a lot. Not that we've missed a lot. We haven't been around, so we have, are here to catch up on everything that we've missed show-wise. Uh, just a couple things before we get into the main elephant in the room. Oh. Uh, ROH released all their wrestlers and they're quote unquote reinventing the company. Mm. So that has been an interesting turn of events. Fast forward to Sunday where one of their wrestlers decided to be all elite. And we will get into that very shortly. Yes. So do you know how many wrestlers in total? Uh, 28. That's going to be my guess. Okay. I know it was, it was in the high twenties. Um, yes. So basically they, they are all under some sort of contract for the next couple days, weeks. Yeah. I um, believe January is when the contracts are officially expired. Wow, man. That's like, it just came out of like really nowhere. Was there any word as to why they just said, uh, they're reinventing the company. They ROH 2.0. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we joke, we kid, uh, I, I will so I'll get to NXT 2.0 really quick in, in regards to this. And we joke about the ROH 2.0. Um, I'm actually enjoying NXT 2.0. I know I've said it before, and uh, that now they're coming up with War Games. Uh, that's coming mm -hmm. around the corner. Your thoughts? Uh, I don't think what I'm about to say should reflect the product of NXT 2.0. Mm -hmm. That being said. Because of the day that NXT 2.0 falls during the week, for me in particular, mm. I haven't watched NXT 2.0 in at least a month. <laughs> okay? 
Now, that being said, I still keep up with all of them. Uh-huh, I read uh-huh, my reviews. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, 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 I go through it in real time uh-huh. via social media. Right. But I, I, it's only because I'm out. Like, I can't. Like, I, I, it's, it's my Saturday. I know. You, you live the life. I know. I know. You've, you're, you're like, I don't know what to tell you. You're whining and dying. It's my Saturday. The big ones, I watch. I will say that. You're, you're whining. All the big ones I watch, I will be tuning in for war games. Uh-huh. But right now, NXT is on the bottom of your I, list. I am. It, it's not at the bottom of my list. Impact is at the bottom of my list. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I don't even keep up with it until uh, the pay-per-views come and barely that. I'm sure. Um, NXT right now, I am watching it the way I watched the original incarnation of NXT. As it should. You, As you, you keep should. up with it so, through social medias, and then by the time the takeovers come, it's going to be good. <laughs> okay. Um, I will I will say really quickly for, for NXT 2.0, um, just as you mentioned, as far as the idea of where it originally was supposed to be uh, a kind of a uh, minor league for the for WWE and they kind of left that Triple H had uh, more aspiring aspirations for for NXT and it being kind of like a a third brand which is what they were trying to brand it as the black and gold brand black and gold and the the downfall of that and I was watching a, a special on, on online um, which I, I tend to agree with. The downfall began with the comeuppance of Chapa and Gargano, and uh, that was kind of they were brought into they were brought into the main the main stage of WWE to kind of put eyes on NXT. But I think at the time McMahon was starting to get into this mindset, even though it was supposed to be this this minor league system. That he was supposed to be able to pick from. All of a sudden, the mindset was set by Triple H that they they should stay here. This is its own brand. We have Cole, we have Champa, we have Gargano, we have these mainstays who are in the indie scene. Now we we're bringing them in, and it's got a whole new feel. And it's it's a great product. It's different. Why do we have to have all the same? Because Vince can't stand something else being successful. Apparently, so that's. I just wanted to bring up that point. I thought that that was a. a brought up by this this guy who uh, I, I just thought it was a good point that around that time and then he and Ciampa thankfully got injured I mean not thankfully for him but thankfully in the overall scheme of his career with WWE he got injured because that just brought him back to NXT uh, otherwise he'd be the, the odds with him being successful uh, in WWE are very low to say the least uh, there was a meme that was actually on uh, on uh, ringside news on Instagram they showed uh it was Matt Riddle with his belt. It was uh, Damian Priest with Damian his belt. Damian Priest with his belt. And yeah. Rhea Ripley. And the comments in that thread, good God. It was just like, okay, we have three. Where's the other 50? Um, yeah. <laughs> this is a horrible meme. Uh, it was just, it just kept going on and on and on as far as the ridicule of this meme. Um, so, yeah. So, that that was my, my takeaway from that whole thing. I think my, my point being is that NXT 2.0 is going to be going back to its roots. And I, I like the idea of seeing these new guys that you're not aware of kind of you know making a name again yeah because if you think about it how many people who are main roster main eventers are were plucked from that original version of nxt right seth rollins roman reigns shinsuke uh shinsuke mm, that was towards the end but i get it still I mean, that, that was towards the end of the the i mean kevin owens 
Big E. Towards the end of that that first crop of main stars. Yes. Right. I would say right after Samoa Joe is when it kind of like... When is that second phase? When, yeah, it was that second phase. That was NXT 2.0. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because if you think about it, like after the Samoa Joe... The, the Finn Balor, the Kevin Owens, Kevin the Sami, Owens, Zane, Sami Zayn, and then the girls right? with Sasha Banks and Bailey mm-hmm. and, and Charlotte. Four Horsewomen, you yeah. get it correct. Right. <laughs> I will never call him that. Go ahead. Unless but I see it on After screen. that is when it all kind of, I think they, they tried to recapture lightning in a bottle. I think that's what did, it was trying to do. Didn't they, though? They, had, they did for they the had, time being. After and then that, what happened? That 1.0, they had all of UEs, that, that whole reign, and... Yeah, uh, all, all these new guys came in, like uh, Keith Lee, uh, Damian Priest. We got. The, I'm going to make a statement right Ripley. now that may be a hot take, but uh, I don't think it is. Okay. If it wasn't for the Undisputed Era, the entire storyline of the Undisputed Era, the mm. four years of it, NXT would not have done as well as it did. Hmm. Okay. Because if you think about it, those four years, or even if it was three and a half, by the time that that the entire like. When Roderick Strong got in there, that's when it was the cream of the crop. Right. Like that's when NXT was buzzing, and then they they half-ass broke them up. And now half of them are gone. And now they're kind of doing the same sort of thing on mm-hmm. uh, on the competition. But yeah, that is kind of <laughs> kind of interesting. I love it, and the promo that they cut when he, whatever. Yeah, we'll you get, get it. it. You saw it. You know it. We'll get to it. Um, but yeah, that I I don't know what's gonna happen with NXT 2.0. Like it's I I like the way that they're headed. I I'm I'm happy that Braun Breaker didn't get the title because I I don't think it was time. Mm. No, it was the same situation with no. Hangman, the the first uh, for the first AEW champion, mm-hmm. right? Everybody wanted to see him win, but you know that it's not time for him to win because then it would have been like half-assed. Right. You need to get him over. And then go for it. I think year two of NXT 2.0 is going to be the year of Braun Breaker. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, getting back to the original point, I was pulling this up here as far as ROH and what they tweeted uh, at Ring of Honor. This was tweeted October 27th. Uh, Throughout the pandemic, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy, healthy and safe. And despite not producing any live events over 18 months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time where we need to make changes to our business operations and are planning to a pivot for Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy. Promotion owned by this, I'm putting this in there. Promotion owned by Hunt Valley-based Sinclair Broadcast Group. They go on to say the year will culminate with a final battle in December, and we'll be t- taking the first quarter of 2022 to work internally to reimagine ROH. ROH has the most dedicated fans in the industry and we appreciate their loyalty and patience as we reconceptualize ROH. We anticipate returning to live events in April for the Supercard of Honor and with a new fan-focused product and provide a unique experience for wrestling fans. And there you go. That's uh, that's going to be a a make-it-or-break-it time for, for Ring of Honor. I still think what should happen is CM Punk should buy Ring of Honor. Oh. And have Ring of Honor as AEW's NXT. Boom. But isn't that what they have already? System. Isn't that what they have already in Dark? With the, yeah, I mean that's technically true. But you want another Also how cool would it be to how cool would it be to have CM Punk presents Ring of Honor? <laughs> 
and they'll just boo him on that one too. Um, oh boy! I love, oh boy! Oh boy! We've come a long way with CM Punk in the past like two three months, haven't we? <laughs> just we've, not that they've completely like ousted him, but it, when is too much? Too much on a, on a quick sidebar. When is too much? Too I, much. I said I can't remember if I said it on air, mm. but I definitely said it out loud to somebody. Mm. CM Punk better not be going down the Cody Rhodes route. That's all I'll say right now. We'll get into it in a little bit. I mean, Cody Rhodes is playing that John Cena like heel, literal heel kind of push into the ground. Are they Um, trying to set up a CM Punk versus Cody Rhodes storyline the way Punk did Cena? I think heads will explode. Ooh, here we go. Ready? Real quick. Mm -hmm. Punk versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT title. Punk wins the title. Mm -hmm. Blows him a kiss and goes and defends it in Ring of Honor. Honor. (laughs) (laughs) Blows him a kiss in the crowd, Uh and just like that, he's out. When are we going to start booking shit? Um, See, uh, very small things before we get to our three main topics for the show. Uh, New details emerging on WWE's move to their corporate headquarters. They have a new uh, corporate home as of late 2022, uh, which is also going to be in downtown Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, the complex uh, be the largest co- largest tenant in the complex, and they are sharing the building with tobacco company Philip Morris. Uh, let's see here, occupying four hundred fifteen thousand square feet of office space, and uh, they were originally supposed to move in twenty twenty one, and because of COVID, everything got pushed back. So Titan Towers is moving. Oh, uh, and when, so now I'm traveling up I-95. There's no reason for me to go up I-95 anymore. <laughs> there's no reason for me to travel in Connecticut ever. Yeah, why would I ever go? Because there? I want to see the building. I know. I'll go. I'll go to. I'll go to get the white clam sauce uh, uh, slice in Connecticut, and that's it. You can come to Yonkers for that. No, no, no. The one you got to go to is in Connecticut. It's the same place. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's the original. Okay, please. It's the fucking original. It tastes just as good. I don't care. I've had both. I, li- I don't care. I live right next to the other one. I don't care. You I'm are wasting original. gas for the I same. I don't care. Fucking I went to Philadelphia thing. for cheesesteaks. Okay. You think I give a but that's, fuck that's about the, going to Connecticut that's fine. for pizza? That's fine. But if you're talking, if you're saying Geno's is going to be open two blocks away from you, they're they're expanding, and you're saying that it's the same damn sandwich, you're going to go still go to Philadelphia. Yes. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's the same reason why I don't go to Krispy Kreme inside the state of New York. You're, why? Because they're only good outside of New York. You're an idiot. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Crazy? I, I, you? Are you insane? If there's if there's a Giardelli's Chocolate Factory in my backyard, I'm still going to want to go to the one in San Francisco you right next to Fisherman's Wharf. You are idiotic. 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 You, I've had it in Orlando. I've had it in Boston. It's the same thing. When I get the salted caramel shake... From them, it's the same thing. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) Moving on. I'm choking up just thinking about it. Before we all have a heart attack, let's move on. (laughs) I'm choking up just thinking about it. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you a slice next time I see. I'm gonna buy you the whole pizza, clam pie, please, and be like, eat it. (laughs) Same thing. What else you got? What are you, my dad? Yes. Smoke that entire pack of cigarettes. Not right right now. now, Yes. (laughs) Smoke it. What else you got? Uh, really quickly, we've never touched on uh, Impact Bound for Glory. Main, uh, more importantly, Mickey James's title win. I believe she is now a ten-time, ten-time, ten-time women's ten time. champion ten across time. 
two brands, ten two time. companies, I believe. Ten time. Ten time. Ten time. Ten time. Ten. I think you got them. Nice. Ten time. All ten right, time. we're good. We're good. <laughs> That's eleven. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to Mickey James. Still as hot as ever. She's very. Her and my new uh, love of my life, uh, Jordan Grace, uh, which her, her real name. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say Persia Parada. Uh, oh, she can get it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That's what I like to say. Oh. Oof. <laughs> She's got bunda. <laughs> Does she? Good lord. Uh, Good right. lord. I had to throw one in there. Uh, <laughs> that was for Steven. He knows uh, Good for you. What else you got? Uh, John Moxley yes. recently decided to check himself into a inpatient alcohol treatment center. Mm. And I don't know if the two things are related, but I did also read somewhere that him and Renee are moving out of Las Vegas and into Ohio. He's home so, state. And he's going back home. Yeah. Boy made good. Going back home. Going back home. Um, yeah, I, so that's, I, I caught the end of the, I should probably go back and listen to it again, but I caught the end of uh, listening to the podcast, Dan Lepetard, uh mm-hmm. show that has now moved to podcast uh, realm after they left ESPN. Uh, with Stugatz. With Stugatz. Uh, he had Tony Khan. Stugatz. Uh, shout out CSB. <laughs> so, shout out CSB that doesn't exist anymore. Where are the remaining CSB? Only because only that's how we met. Where is the remaining, remaining uh, locations? Because... The the Westbury one is is RIP. Dun, dun, dun. Is it? Yeah. I see. I haven't been getting emails, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Are, are they still taking your money? No, I paid them. You paid them off. They were still taking money. Yeah. Now they stopped. Oh, they were. Yeah. Maybe you paid it off finally. Maybe I should look into that. Um, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> I probably should. Tony Khan uh, said that he keeps in touch with uh, John Moxley's wife Renee. Uh, to get updates, uh, and then Tony Khan revealed that John Moxley is getting better every day, um, and that he has constantly been asking Renee about John Moxley whenever he could. I talked to Renee today. We've been checking in. She just moved from Las Vegas to Cincinnati. She's doing very well. It's a great update that John is doing better every day. I've been asking her constantly, checking in, and I'm glad to hear that because I love him so much and we miss him a lot. So yeah, this is gonna sound like a joke, but it really isn't. Uh, we probably should have known something was up when in the first episode of Roads to the Top, he goes, I'm really hungover. I'm going to go throw up in the bathroom. Yep, yep. <laughs> and that's, yeah, it's not that funny. I'm just, yeah, you kind of correlated. Everything's uh twenty twenty in hindsight. But, uh, yeah, I guess we should have known from at that point. And that was, that was recorded several months before uh, it aired. Several. Several. That's what I'm saying. Yes, several, several. Yeah, it was several months. Um, CM Punk also had a very heartwarming uh, tribute to Moxley uh, right in the middle of the ring. He basically devoted his entire promo to uh, to Mox. Um, but Moxley's news first broke, first and foremost. We needed to make sure he was in a good spot. Uh, didn't know exactly what to say or how to approach it. Just knew that I had to figure out once I got in front of the people. Uh, came to the point that we had a very powerful message to send, a message of, of courage on his part and a message of support on our part. And I think the real world needs to know, know and see that right now. We're all real people with real problems. So I guess uh, Punk had to get that out there. Um, and good for him for, for just highlighting that. So our best wishes to uh, Mr. John Moxley on a speedy recovery. 
and that the idea of him being gone, who knew that it would just it, it apparently, according to many reports, kind of threw all of different storylines into a tizzy because his his absence, uh, he he was he was kind of involved with you know things here and there, and then he pieced out, and now it's it was kind of uh, not detrimental, but it it put the the kibosh on certain things as far as storylines and had to be changed up by uh, by Khan uh, last second. I still think that the uh, world title eliminator tournament would have wound up the same. Like the the result would have been the same. The result would have been the same. Uh, mainly, uh, he had talked about uh, our boy Eddie Kingston, and you know he was kind of partnered with him, and now all of a sudden he's on his own. And you know, every, on another tangent, speaking of Eddie, uh, every time I see him now and seeing all these reports on him, and even having like Brian da- Brian Danielson talk about him and how he thinks he's not really there yet, but he will be. Um, CM Punk talking about the same thing. Their real heat apparently that they had going into this match at Full Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, just proud of seeing where he's come from and and how hard he's worked and remembering uh, I've had other friends in the in the Bronx area that had him as a bouncer for their bars and I was just talking to a friend of mine that I, when I do trivia on Mondays down at uh, in Washington Heights the manager there uh, uh, managed at another restaurant uh, down in West up in Westchester and he was bouncer there and uh, he was just like it's it's so weird and he's a he's an avid wrestling fan also he was like it's just so weird to see him now like people were laughing at him at the bars like saying like you do what like you wrestle get the, the fuck out of here um and he kept at it and now you see he's he, he's gonna be a champion someday that's, that's that's the craziest part is that he is so over he was so over with that cm punk match and this is cm punk people were waiting seven years to see cm punk and our boy made good is getting outshined by him by the fans it's just it's just a weird dynamic and thing to see uh someone that you know kind of come up and now he's probably one of the biggest names in all of wrestling that cm punk match with eddie kingston insane that was hulk rock that's <laughs> all i'll say right now <laughs> you compare it to hulk rock okay yeah absolutely okay interesting i mean look what happened they they all right we'll get into it so we'll get into it all right um so that's john moxley so so best wishes to uh to john last thing before we get into full gear all of the release wrestlers. Oh, let me get my sound ready. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, hold on. I have to get my sound ready. Yes. So apparently okay. this was, what day was this, uh, were these releases? This was a Thursday. I would say it was either the 4th. I believe it was the 4th. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> it was either the 4th or the week before that. It was, look at you, November 4th. Wow. I just, Man, you, you are I good. Have a calendar in front of me, and I saw Thursday. You were good. <laughs> you were good. You know what? Hold on a second. I just get this out. Very nice. Nice guess. All right. So we had a bunch of releases on November fourth um, because uh, our evil con. <laughs> it's like two sides of con. Uh, the evil uh, twin con. Evil con twin. Um, basically is looking to uh, reduce uh, numbers and cost uh, in WWE. And the funny, (laughs) before you get into all the names, all the main names that were released November 4th, I heard a commercial uh, this Sunday is Survivor Series, and I am attending that. And I just, I found it funny that... Are you really? I am. Nice. Yes, going with uh, Rob and that crew. Uh, I heard the commercial for it, and they were talking about... uh, Survivor Series and see over a hundred wrestlers, but like hundred—is that how many is left? 
we still have 100 people in the main roster? Have that. <laughs> That's what I said. I heard that commercial. That's crazy. We, do we have 100 uh, people on the roster as of right now? I'm not even talking about it, uh, 2.0. I'm just talking about Raw and SmackDown. Maybe we'll get a couple dark matches. <laughs> NXT 2.0. There you go. Um, so, yes. So, we had we had some releases. So, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> it should be interesting. I'm going to go from the... I, I, I don't want to put them down, but I am going to go from the lower ranks up. Sure. Uh, starting off, Jesse Kamea. Okay. Zeta Ramir, I mm, think. Sure. Jeet Rama. Mm. Don't know who that was. Okay. Katrina Cortez. Katrina Cortez. I remember her in the mask. She was the lucha. Yes. Uh, Trey Baxter. Lince okay. Dorado. Grand Metalik. You can hit my sound now. Sorry. What? Oni Lorkin. What? Harry Smith. What? B Fab. What? That, that would hurt. Although yeah, I, hurt. that hurt because I thought she had potential, but she did not start off that great. Like her, some of her matches no, were incredibly didn't. green, and uh, she had a long way to go, which was surprising for her call up. But uh, and now hearing Hit Row without the without her in the background just doesn't feel the it same. It doesn't feel the same. Uh, Eva Marie. Okay, you get no what you get, you get no what for that because that was just a waste of a sign. It made no sense yeah, to bring true. her back. You you need the what for this? Mia Yim. What? Keith Lee. Oh. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lee. What? Oh my god. What? Steve, what? What? I mean, what the sh- really? Oh man. Keith Lee. <laughs> Keith Lee. We what 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 a missed! This is one of those fifty out of the three, uh, the 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 fifty the three and fifty record uh, of NXT that, <laughs> uh, as you wipe your tears, uh, it made absolutely no sense. Uh, hang this, on, let me wipe them correctly. Right, yes, with the with your scarf of of justice there. Uh, <laughs> why why not what why? Because you had you had the perfect wrestler that this was a McMahon built special man you were looking for somebody that was big and that could move like Keith Lee and I've said this time and time again as far as that goes and I'm not the only one it's it's it was littered across every board that you could possibly read uh, in wrestling uh, land the idea of Keith Lee and just his unique set and you misused it it was just a waste oh, what a waste of a talent and now I hope yeah. he goes to a major name Hope AEW picks him up. I don't. I, I don't oh, like yeah. saying. I don't like saying because everybody pick up. You know, AEW pick up everybody. Then it just waters down the product. But he, man, God, I mean, he could do some shit in AEW, man. I, Keith there Lee are, was just a missed opportunity all around. There are four names from this list. One of them being Keith Lee. The rest I haven't named yet, mm. but I want to see all those people in in AEW. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> let me Con, write let me checks. keep going real quick. Yes, please, go ahead. Nia Jax. What? What? No, Nia yep. Jax. Wait, let's go. Let's go up to Nia Jax. Um, that was apparently something that was in the works for a while. Was Nia Jax, yeah. uh, according to sources backstage? Which is wild because you think you you would think she is also a McMahon special. Yeah, but apparently right? she apparently she was she was trouble backstage and she was hard to work with and uh, she got caught off guard. She got caught off guard. Um. I'm tr- trying to uh, keep going because I I, I I wanted to go by and her Twitter and find out what she because she posted a a tweet of her basically in just uh, uh, lingerie 
um, saying what her real. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting that. Her, oh, yeah. her real. Uh, so now she's not going by Nia Jax WWE anymore. She goes by her real name, uh, Lena Fanen. Lena Fanin. No, um, I believe it is Lena Fanene. I'm not <laughs> even joking. I'm not joking. I really think that. I, I think I could be wrong, but I really think that. Okay. I, I, I we should probably. Check she's them. German. Uh, she's German. Is she? Like that's her other half is German. That's my people. That's your people. One half German. Are you really? Yes, Mindell. Oh, man, shit. Mindell is a German name. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. You say that with a little phlegm in the back of your throat. It gets Mind- real nice. Oh, Mindell. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're uh, offended by that. <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, um, so she posted herself in lingerie saying hi, uh, new profile pic, and it's it's her real name. So, and that is her her ring in ring name for independent uh, bookings. Also, that was all it. Right. Good. Uh, Ember Moon. What? Frankie Monet. Ember Moon is another story. I'm sorry. I keep going to every every name. You keep going up the list. Um, another waste of talent that she got hurt, and they just kind of when she lost uh, uh, Shati to the the big leagues, kind of uh, she really had nothing for her, and so that yeah. was it. Especially when she got when she got injured. Go ahead, Frankie Monet. <laughs> what? Okay, uh, she was pissed. <laughs> she was. Yeah, hey, she what, was speak, speaking of a, another uh, waste of talent, you had her in here for all of five seconds, and she took to Twitter quick. It's like oh, I am yeah. Taya. I'm Tyler Valkyrie. The screw is greater than Frankie Monet. I was her her tweet. Mm-hmm. Was Taya was greater than Frankie. Shout um, out. But what just uh just a waste. Another waste. And last but not least, I will say the last two names, and then I will hear your reaction. Sure, sure. Carrying Cross and Scarlet. What? 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 That's more for Scarlet. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. and then he took to Twitter also with the, the idea of the mask and that whole thing was so stupid. Um, another, another casualty to just bringing him, bringing the, well, not even her, you brought him up. Um, and she just laid wayside laid down by way- the river. <laughs> she, uh, she could have been a great valet McMahon. This is, uh, th- that was a McMahon special having the two of them. You had another. Yeah. It's, think of any wrestler slash, you know, female valet that uh, throughout the history of wrestling that you could have yeah. had a new a new thing here. Dolphin it, AJ, first one that comes to mind, right? Sure. No? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Savage Elizabeth. Uh, the the idea just it was wasted, and you had another champion drop a belt to go up to greener pastures apparently for more cash and it it was just like okay we're gonna pay you more but here's a mask and we're gonna just neuter your your character in the first match against jeff hardy booker and charmel too booker, that's, that's the second one i think of is booker are we just naming king of the rings right now no <laughs> <laughs> gold dust and uh melina jesus jesus <sighs> eminem terry there we go eminem gold dust and terry Eminem. Very true. Um, speaking of uh, speaking of careers that just plummeted immediately when uh, what's his name Mercury got the the face the uh, ladder to the Jim face from the Hardys. Oh yeah, Hardys get uh, involved with a lot of shit. Jericho Har- and uh, Hardy and Lita Tori. until Hardy Hardy and Lita until he, she cheated on him. Hardy and Lita and then Edge and Lita. Edge and Lita. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh man, and that's it, huh? 
Yeah, that's They're, the last of November fourth releases. Um, so I, again, uh, I'd Black love, Thursday now. <laughs> We're getting one every day of the week. It's it's just and, and probably more to come because uh, yeah. it, it's just cheaper to go with unknown talent to raise them up as opposed to. Uh, just like in any sport, just like in any business, it's cheaper to get uh, entry level than someone that's been there a while. And especially also this this other edict that, that they started with uh, no. Oh, that was the thing that that was the thing I wanted to, to point out. So going back to Frankie, Taya, mm-hmm. um, as far as the basically WWE being ageist and releasing uh, wrestlers over thirty, I believe. And she's 32, and she put out a tweet. I should probably find that out before I start talking about this. Um, saying that she's a certain age, and that she is also a mother. And why should that... Uh, Her and John have a kid? Apparently, well, I don't know if it's John's, but... Um, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, let's see. But, oh, she's posting... I'm on Twitter now. She's posting a bunch of her new... Uh, Nudes? New, what? No, not nudes, no. New, what? New, <laughs> what? Why? Uh, making money doesn't struggle. Let's see here. I understand my whole life. Underestimated. Um, on, a, on a semi-related uh, note. Yes, please, um, while I try to find this. Scarlett uh, took to Instagram and wanted to see if everybody would be okay with her opening up an OnlyFans. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. In the stupidest question of the day uh, news, um Scarlet OnlyFans, but it's not going to be any nudes. Yeah, tasteful, T- tasteful, like Paige Van Zandt. Uh, yeah, yeah, Paige yeah. Van, Paige Van Zandt. Good God! Good golly! Yeah. Well. Uh, I, 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 right now I can't find this this post, but she basically just goes on to say, and I'm paraphrasing the idea of a, being a, a certain age, and also being a parent, and why you can't wrestle and have a a good uh a good character with those two things she is amazingly hot i'm just <laughs> going through every yeah. single one of her posts here just absolutely you know who she hot. reminds me of is that caitlin uh they got kind of like the same yeah 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 I can features see that. slash build i can see that yeah <laughs> someone someone asked her uh, when's the main roster debut going to happen? All of your real fans are curious and concerned. We don't think we've seen enough of you on NXT. Got fired last week, dude. Where you been? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, so she is, uh, she's gone. I just, another waste of a talent. And that was NXT too. Like I thought that she would have made a huge name over there, um, with that character, but, uh, and I, you know what? It, I mean, it wasn't Taya. It wasn't Taya Valkyrie, but it was a cool character. Frank Monet. I, I, I didn't hate it. Um, it was a watered-down tie of Valkyrie. Very. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Which is, I've come to realize that that's what WWE does with their talent. Unless it's a homegrown talent that you've never seen before, mm. like a Roman Reigns, like an Undertaker, like that. Right. It's all watered-down. It's a watered-down version of the character that they portrayed that, that got them there. Watered-down until they make it. And then, yes. and then they have until, to, and until then they, they have, become someone enough have, to so they have a little bit of creative pull, right. input right right but yeah, until that point then it's it's not a thing <laughs> like you, no. you you will go on what what wwe has to uh to offer you um yeah anyway i'll i'll keep looking for this this actual post because i was I, I like the the wording that she had with it anyway um let's talk about one of the best pay-per-views of the year again 
Okay. You don't think so? I it's I I the best pay per view was all out. I said one of the best. Uh, I will say one of the best. Top yeah. three, top five for sure. Yeah, and absolutely. It was yeah. I mean, it was one one match that was kind of eh. The rest I Which thought were. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay. I thought the rest were were four star. Was not, the are you thinking about the inner circle match? No, I love that match. Okay, I love okay. that match. Oh, shit, my bad, my bad, dude. I love that match. It was just uh, it was the women's match, but we'll we'll get to it. All of a sudden, I put on this scarf and heel Reaper comes out. All right, <laughs> I see it. I see you. Uh, there we go. All right, so let's let's get to it here. So uh, we're, we're kicking things off with uh, full gear. Yes. Yes. I did not watch the buy-in. Okay. <laughs> first things first. Okay. Um, so we can skip right over that. Okay. <laughs> All righty then. Um, let's see here. Uh, Dante got an offer from Team Taz. That was... Uh, that was Rampage. Uh, no, this was uh, uh, the buy-in. You sure? He was in the ring with uh, Dante Martin. Tony Giovanni was asked about the offer that Dante got from Team Taz the, the night before. There you go. There you go. Uh, I had just some 24 hours, and the claim interrupted him. Uh, what did you think of Max Caster's uh, rap? I thought it was amazing. <laughs> I like. I never. I never. I have no complaints about his raps ever, even about the one that almost got him fired. I thought it was hilarious. I could see how everybody got offended by it. 100. percent so you're either. I thought it was fucking hysterical. You're, so you're either with us or you're against us. What's it going to be? You either give us the answer we want, or we'll break your legs and send you home crying like your brother. Oof, oof, god damn! Man, <laughs> they went for it in front of in front of the hometown hero. Yeah, he got a huge pop on on Rampage. That was awesome. Is that live? Rampage. Yeah. Yes. They're doing the, the other thing I wanted to talk about really quickly too. They're doing these. Uh, these live Friday night shows to try to get some more uh, viewership. Nobody it's cares. Not working. Nobody cares. <laughs> no. Nobody cares. That's the one, the one down downside of AEW and Rampage that it's not must see TV unless it's live. And you already know. I can just read on the on the the rag sheets here as far as like what happened. I don't need to. Um, oh, Wednesday night I can see that because you know people put it out true. as far as the spoilers. So why am I going to watch it uh, unless it's either live? But now I think it's you're too far too late. Um, we're trying to get people back, and it, yeah. it, we keep talking about it over and over again. It's a Friday night, and it's it's on a, at ten o'clock on a Friday night. Um, yeah, I not gonna, people who are with a life are not going to be like watching that live at least. Right, right. I record it absolutely. Yeah, I would record it if I had the channel. I still watch it live though because I'm fucking driving home from work. What else am I going to do? What else are you going to do? I listen to it. Peak every, peak every red light. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Uh, we had a car, car shoot in Thunder Rosa against uh, and Jamie Hader versus Nyla Rose. Uh, everybody just uh, all up in that. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, that's that. My only. Okay. <laughs> yep, I'm here for it. That's the only thing I have to say about that. What I love about your uh, your your takes on these on these matches. How about uh, starting? You did see, you did see you didn't see the the buy-in. Darby Allen versus no. with Sting versus MJF. Without Sting. Without Sting. Oh well, at some point until he came in to uh, make the save on everybody else outside. They do that That's a lot very too. True. The AEW does that a lot, where they'll take uh, whoever guy is not part of the match and just kind of sweep out everybody to get him out of the, the way. 
the one thing that I didn't like about this, particularly the sting running, I liked the running, but it was just weird the the camera shot that they got because they they didn't really catch Wardlow taking the bat to the back of the leg, mm-hmm. right? right? So whenever it, whenever the camera caught Wardlow, it looked like he had it looked like he had Vince McMahon himself on, on the way out. Like it looked like he the way he was on the floor it looked like he tore both of his quads. Mm. And there was no like how him. the fuck did that happen? I looked at Steve Steven looked at me, he was like, Is Wardlow injured right now? <laughs> Pulled McMahon. And then I see Sting and I'm like, Oh, he probably got him first and the camera didn't catch it and then he caught Spears yeah. with the chair. Bad uh bad directing on that part. Yeah. Come on, Tony. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. You, Tony. Tony. You're a cool guy. Uh. <laughs> Hire us, please. <laughs> uh, um I thought there were too many false finishes to this particular match. That's the one thing I really didn't like. Okay. Except when they were had both they were both in the cradle mm. and they were just rolling around the ring. That was dope. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I thought this, I thought the, it was a creative the, the uh, multiple false finishes like in a row like that was w- overboard for me. But see what, what doesn't it lend itself to the idea of you don't know I mean I, I didn't know who was going into that match who was gonna win. So it just kind of like puts it back and forth, like other than like the, the main event. I had a you feeling. kind of feeling who's going to win, but something like this, I that could have gone either way. I had a like it, if I thought about it beforehand, and I had a feeling that MJF was going to heal a win because mm. it would have coming out of his previous feud, like his previous big feud where he lost, mm. and he won. No, Jericho beat him, right? Yeah, the, the last match, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 Jericho beat him. Yes. I don't know why I'm thinking about that. Uh, uh, but go, coming out of that, MJF needed a win. Mm. Darby Allen is at the point right now, which is crazy to think in the two years that, that he's been pushed like this. Darby Allen is at the point where a loss to a heel in a heel way doesn't really hurt his character and his push. Right. So that was... That's the way I viewed it going into it, and I, I figured that it was going to wind up like that. Um, so so MGF gets the win on that. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Lucha Bros versus uh, uh, FTR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just want to say, uh, I think I've said it in the beginning of uh, this podcast, and the beginning of AEW. First, well, first and foremost, beginning of AEW. Um, Ray Phoenix, I think, is probably one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And not just wrestling-wise, but for pro- professional wrestling and his skill set. He had that one move where <laughs> I think he, he had... Uh, uh, not hard. He had to cash his arm, and he did that, that... He did a jump onto the top rope, outside to the middle rope... Kicked Dax, came back over, mm-hmm. and then fl- he's just absolutely amazing. They both are. Penta had some some insane moves in this match, also, but I mean, Ray is just out of this world. Penta is just hardcore Phoenix. He is. <laughs> he is hardcore. Like, bigger, exactly hardcore bigger Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely outstanding match. Just just an amazing match. Um. So we we retained. We had. Uh, the champs versus the, the triple I met uh, champs and uh, Lucha Bros take the win on that one. Um, I had an idea with Brian Danielson versus Miro, who was going to win this, mm-hmm. but 
what a, what an awesome uh, I, I just going back to the the matches in this tournament and getting to this point here uh absolutely outstanding and this match could have been i mean you're, you're talking about a pay-per-view main event match right here with with these two this could have uh, main evented a, a pay per view. Definitely would have main evented a, a freaking dynamite. Absolutely, a hundred percent. The I, the two of them, especially I, I've I've yet to see any match where, unless, other than if I had to think back, maybe him and Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole, but Bryan Danielson now in AEW is like just I guess he threw out the uh, the whole back filter because some of the hits on on both of them and just. God, I, it, it's for even Miro too. Miro, Miro had the the best career decision was going to AEW because he is now the both of them. Well, both well, Brian Danielson more so than Miro. At least Brian Danielson had great success in WWE. Miro did not have great success. He had a moment. He didn't, but he did get crazy over. He had a moment. There you go. That's he had, the he had a, way of putting he it. He had a moment. He had. I mean, he had. Yeah, he had a moment. When, he uh, had his fifteen seconds. He, he did. It was a it was a stretch fifteen. It was a very stretch fifteen. Um, and uh, they they didn't do anything what AEW is doing for Miro now, as far no. as making him that that uh, monster mindset character. Um, it was a lot to get out. They were blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it just it, it, yeah Miro right now and then you know according to Danielson, um, he, he's loving being in AEW. Uh, quick. Uh, uh, Danielson has won the match, so now he's the number one contender. But I uh, read an article also that Tony Khan uh, asked him not to sign with indie uh, promotions. Oh, shit. He, he made, made it a point to ask him, could you not go out there and, and do indie promotion uh, gigs? So, What do you think uh, that's that, from? Do you think it's because of his medical history? Probably. Yeah. If I had to assume, I'd be like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to take the risk. You're, you're already... Doing some crazy yeah. shit right now with us. <laughs> Take the risk. You already got knocked there. out cold by Minoru Suzuki. All right, yeah. just chill the fuck out, bro. <laughs> just take it easy. Uh, so we have a new, new number one contender. Um, but DDT. That uh, I like the way they did this because going into the main event, like I, I feel like if Miro had won that match, going into the main event, we would have left with a sour taste. It, it would have. It would have been a different mindset going into the the main event match, but I like that Brian won. Yeah, how, how so? What? How would it be a different mindset? Different mindset, yeah. Because I would feel like Hangman was automatically going to win, right? And then he would go against Miro, beat Miro, and that would be his first title defense. Mm. Differently, right now. Going into the main event in this point in time, you 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 thought that AEW could pull a, a for lack of a better term, pull a screw job, mm. right? Mm. Because with Brian going into it, you were like, oh, maybe maybe Kenny's going to win. Like Kenny's going to win because then it's going to set up the the thing between uh, Kenny and Brian, right? Which was teased at at. Uh, Grand Slam, right, and all that, and then with whatever happened in the end, which we will get to. Everybody knows what we'll get to. We will get to that. Um, it's I have the uh, the Ty Valkyrie uh, quote here, so remind me to get back to that at the end of this. Um, and it, she goes in because it wasn't it wasn't a uh, 
it, it wasn't like a reporter. It was some fan that said something, and she went at the at the fan like hard, <laughs> hardcore. Um, I got that got a STFU for from her. Uh, let's see, false false count anywhere. John Cena, John Cena butted in. Yeah, apparently, but you couldn't oh, you couldn't see where he was. Uh, uh, no, nah, nah. comedy. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> uh, we got Jurassic Express and Christian Cage versus uh, the Super Click with Adam Cole and the, the Jackson Bros. Uh, I, I like the new uh, the new Jungle Boy persona. Now now he's badass yeah. with a beard and, and jeans. So see, I would <laughs> love for us to just get Jack Perry. Like if if it was in, like so if that, he just now he's now he went full blown. Now he's pulling the Mick Foley. Like he's, he's yes. another, another face yes. of, jo- of Jungle yes. Boy. Yes, AEW has a casino battle royal, and he gets eliminated. <laughs> then comes back comes in back as the Joker. <laughs> Come on! He puts he pulls his hair back. But the two faces of Jungle, <laughs> or two faces of Jack, whichever way he could do anything. <laughs> two Jack. The Jack off. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Hey yo! Hey yo! <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, <laughs> you've been you've been in our group chat for too long, my friend. For way too long. You're affecting me. It's it's not a, it's, not, it's not good. Uh, can, can I say how old is Christian Cage? It's got to be in like his late forties, like forty five, forty seven. I want to say forty seven. I'm going to say forty seven. Him him play. doing moves outside, uh, in in the in the crowd, like what he did. Just, I don't know if it should be done, but I appreciate that he does it. Uh, Woo! <laughs> Let's go. Cue my music, motherfucker. What? November thirtieth, nineteen seventy-three. He is still forty-seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, what? that's not it. There Bitch, you go. You know? <laughs> what? There we go. Use right. What? There you go. What? What? Thirty-seven-year-old, a uh, forty-seven-year-old man uh, pulling shit off like that uh, outside the ring should not happen. And uh, Jungle Boy now using chairs. Uh, and and when when did we start using thumbtacks to the mouth every single match? Uh, Eddie Kingston. What? The, yeah, I, can that still be a, a good thing? That can't be a good thing. Or are these really? Uh, are these real thumbtacks that we're putting in? Or can we take say it's like they're the caps of the thumbtacks for the optics? Just put them in your mouth and shove them in I there. Would because say I can't most say of I'm going to. I can't do. I can't do a match and say, listen, I'm going to sell this, but you can't. We can't be doing like. You can have a close up on the on some of them, but then pull out another bag and then give me like the ones where it doesn't have the thumbtack attached. Yeah, it's just insane. Yeah, I agreed. Because I'm like this with. Yeah, sound like Mushmouth from Fat Albert. Yeah, there you go. Can't be a good thing. Um. And then uh, we might have a uh, end of the super click. I'm just, I don't know. We'll start maybe towards the end of the night, but we'll get to that. Um, by the way, uh, whoever's going to take the belts off of Lucha Bros, uh, uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus at some point are going to get those belts. They're going to rock it up their ass, and they're going to win those titles at some point. I can see that. Especially Jungle Boy. I, I, I really think that, Jungle that Boy Jack's going to turn heel. You think so? I do. I don't know if it's immediate, but it it would it, it might happen. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Co- we get a we get a Hangman and Omega storyline between the Jurassic Express. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, With Marco Stunt acting as both Young Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that little tyke <laughs> running around yeah. the ring. 
Uh, speaking of, looks like one of the wild thornberries. It's <laughs> 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 a character's name. It was like the Tasmanian Devil kid. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I, was, I was surprised I remembered the show. That is Marco Stunt, and then just like every five seconds, just waving. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, also a mushmouth. Also, no, yeah, that's right. Maybe he took. Maybe says. that's Marco after he takes a, <laughs> a shot like that from the Young Bucks. Every every time I think he's in the ring, I think he's gonna die. Like really, just yeah. I want to say. And God bless him. In the beginning, when he was like wrestling every other week in those like mid card matches and getting absolutely destroyed, unless he was with uh, Jurassic Express in a match. Yeah, man, I think it, I think it. Well, I think it did because he hasn't wrestled in over a year. Yeah, and he might have had a match on the Jericho Cruise that wasn't televised, but no. other than that, okay. Uh, speaking of middle, middle of the road, you don't know. Well, this one you do know if you're going to root for him. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Pack taking on uh, Andrade and Malachi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Cody's just playing and toying with emotions, unless he's going to. And I think his final his final stab to everybody will be him turning on Arn Anderson. It better be, and and that will be because you you referenced it before. As far as CM Punk, um, when it's too much, too much. And Cody has mm-hmm. Cody has been there, and so Cody can attest to the fact that if you're it was on... too much at Prudential Center. Mm, no, that was a good one. Yeah, it no. was too much at no because that's when Rosario Dawson. Yes, came no, no that it was. was cool. too, it might have been. It was cool with her there, and it was cool, it was with, cool the, with her there. It was but cool in Arthur Ashe the next week. That's oh, when it was. That's when it was too much. <laughs> he got booed out of the building. He got booed, but he did get booed at Prudential also. Um, but you didn't. It was kind of squeltered by the fact that they were wrestling and fighting in the crowd, and everybody was focused yeah. on that. But when he got there. It was not. If you watch it over again, him mm-hmm. coming down from the crowd uh, where we were, where you got booed out of the building. But then they got, yeah. got that got squashed when he was, they were fighting in the crowd. But yeah, you're right. And then the full full force of it was uh, Grand Slam. But yeah, he's got a. If he's going to turn, uh, let him turn and let him do it against Arn Anderson because that would be. I hate the fact that he says he's never going to turn heel. That, that's just him putting a putting a ball on that. He, he needs to turn heel and challenge for the world title. He's got, he, if he can turn heel and then become the, t- the champion and somehow get over the, whatever storyline they want to throw out there to get over the loophole because he can't really compete for that title. Yeah. Um, according to wrestling, and just do a wrestling drunk lore. with power storyline. Drunk off power storyline. Yeah, there you go. Right. I'm in power. I'm putting myself in the yeah. in the title shot. I can do what I want to do. Mm. This is my company. He got booed hard when Come when on. he he. Uh, he did first of all when he did the blind tag with Pac, hard, yeah. booed hard, and oh, then man. and then he got and then he got hurt and he, he he was selling the shit out of that injury to his leg outside the ring and he was nowhere to be found for a tag. Um, that is just that is a plus material and it, and you don't change it you don't fix what's not broken with getting over as a heel. Mm-hmm. That's just the way to do it. Uh, and he's starting to wear black, yeah. except for his shoes. Fire though, his shoes are shoes are good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's definitely in that EVP uh, shoe game. Uh, the EVP shoe game, yeah. Which without talking, EVP to, shoe game is unrivaled to no other. With, with without talking to the other EVPs, because apparently they hate each other. Um, Pat getting the win on uh, uh, the pin on Andrade for the win, uh, and then uh, FTR coming back and down to the ring and just destroying Pack. So there's that. Uh, my one match that I said that I. I just found kind of blah uh AEW Women's World Championship match 
with uh, how Britt, dare you, Britt Baker taking on Tay Conti. Um, how dare you, sir? Compared to the rest of the map, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm saying that there were spots that were a little botched. Uh, I, I give full credit to Tay Conti for doing that uh, that moonsault. I I would never. And, you know, yeah, no, I would never. I, I, I sit on this microphone as if I, I I've done this before. I would never do that that move in, in a hundred years. You off the yeah. top rope do it to do a moonsault, that, and he does it like all the time. Is freaking Charlotte? At one point, at what point is it like going to happen where she just goes ten feet from the air, falls down onto the mat, and like cracks her ankle? That's that's definitely what happened Oof. to me. Um, I can't imagine that being Ooh, like Joe Theismann. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's that's because you had, God damn it. you had damn a you had a two hundred eighty pound man come running at you and snap your leg. I mean, this is yeah. this is uh, what? Mm-mm. Okay, never mind. All right, never mind. Uh, nope, you know, that you was too much. Heel reapers here, just not that heel. Whew. That was a close one. Yikes. You can't you can't go that far into the deep war end and not divulge? No, I'm not. Not I'm not, not, not peek your head out. I'm not. Okay. I'm going to get out of you before the uh, end of the show. Uh, Thank God Nia Jackson there anymore. Wow. Moving on. Moving on. Britt Baker and, and Tay Conti. Uh, I, nobody nobody you know thought what? that she was going to win. i myself for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's off. Nobody thought uh, Britt Baker was going to drop this belt. But uh, where the hell was Anna Jay? As, as far as like Rebel and Jamie Hayter, who had a match earlier in the night, the two of them were out, out there. And... and uh, I did like the intro with Baker coming out to Fozzie's guitarist. Uh, that sounded really cool. But uh, when the hell was Anna Jay going to come out and, and save her friend? It just seemed like a very see, long time. You see, Anna Jay was, was, she already had a spot for the night. And that was on. At the end? At the end? The, yeah, yeah, spot-ish. Right? Right. She had a spot? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but she had, she had another spot with her best friend in the ring getting her ass kicked. That's true. Tay Jay is real. Oh, it's real. I would. It's damn real. It's damn real. I would pay anything that I had just to be in the middle of the two of them. Mm-hmm. That's the all. closest I've ever gotten was I met John Silver and Alex Reynolds in person. Mm. It's closest I'll ever get. And I, if I didn't have work, I would have gone to meet Ty Conti too. It's Tay Conti. So let's let's get that it's right. It's Ty, actually. It's Tay. If you hear her, if you hear it. On the broadcast, so everybody, everybody that pronounces it, Tay Conti, is technically wrong in the AEW world. Got but it. In the real world, they are correct. <laughs> Got it. It's Tainara Conti, like that was her Tainara, NXT right. name. Tainara Conti, right? Tay Conti, yeah, 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 that was her NXT name. Yeah, Tay Conti, not Ty. But it's 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 pronounced Tay. Be- I mean, it's pronounced Ty because she <laughs> trains in. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Stupid. Yeah. Um, which, in Spanish, which she is fluent in, she's fluent in Spanish, in, in Spanish, Muay Thai means a lot of Thai. It does. Check it. Muay, a lot. Muay. Muay. Moving on. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know I'm, I'm going to shut my shit off here. <laughs> aforementioned uh, boy Eddie Kingston taking on CM Punk. A lot of middle fingers thrown up in the air in this match. Like just a lot, just everybody throwing up middle fingers. CM Punk getting smacked up in the beginning of the match, uh, coming out of nowhere with the, the spinning back fist. Uh, CM Punk on the floor, just throwing up the middle fingers again, and then they went off to the races. Uh, a lot of fingers and a lot of blood. 
Yes, a and, lot of blood. And this was all this this entire match prefaced on the, on the by the fact that uh, there was real heat apparently with these two. And uh, yeah. and Eddie Kingston on the come up and him getting cheered, CM Punk getting booed and cheered. Uh, a lot of the let's go Eddie, let's go see, uh, Punk uh, chants in the crowd. Um, Punk is not. Let's it, go Eddie, CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, yep. It was dope. Um, Punk, yeah, Punk is not in Cody territory yet, but he's he's closely closely getting there. It's not that thing. He's getting close to getting there. Um, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. WrestleMania. Um, okay. Going into the match. Go on. Who was the face? Who was the heel? The face was The Rock. The Rock. And the heel was? Hulk Hogan. Hulk. Mm-hmm. Now, during the match, and at the end of the match, who was the face? Who was the heel? Um, yeah. Well, Rock, wasn't, right? Rock was never the heel. Rock became, no, but Rock became a, a neutral. Rock became booed. He got he got booed, but he still wasn't the heel. He but he got booed. Okay. So him getting booed caused him to work heel in the match. He worked that match heel. Hulk worked that match face. He did. Once they realized, they switched it on the fly. That's the infamous story about that match. Yeah. But because when they realized who was getting booed and who was getting cheered, they switched it. Right. Right. Which right? Uh, which they they should because it it lent itself to it. This is exactly what happened during this match. Mm. In a sense. Mm. Because once once Punk started realizing he got he was getting booed, he switched it a little bit, mm. right? And granted, Eddie was still the heel, Punk was still the face, but Eddie was the one getting cheered, and Punk was the one getting booed. Right. Hulk Rock. <laughs> Hulk Rock. Um. That just I, I this is probably one of my favorite matches of the night. Just just for the the idea of them going at it and just not giving a shit <laughs> um and like i said there's blood everywhere and you really thought that kingston was gonna pull this one off i i really did um with this uh, is my second favorite match of the night and also by the way a lot of the uh this is your second favorite is that what you said yes okay um uh a lot of uh dedication to eddie guerrero on this yes. night because he had passed Especially away in the next match 16 years ago which is seems know. absolutely insane to me um and then the crowd, it, it, CM Punk, which I, I give him credit for his genius, got, got the crowd back on his side with his nice little John Cena. Uh, yes. Salute. <laughs> when yes. He, he put his hand up, he was about to say, you, don't do this, you can't see me, and then he flipped him off. Uh, I now, what would have been better? What would have been better is if he, if he gave the hand for the you can't see me and then came down and blew him and a kiss. And blew him a kiss. <laughs> Think about the pop. Yeah. That yeah. would have been amazing. I think that should be, well, that would be hard to do for a shirt, but as far as the original photo, because that's still owned by WWE, but if he could yeah. somehow replicate that in an AEW ring and then put that on a shirt, it would be another 100000 seller. Yeah, like um, Taylor's, uh, like uh, Red, Taylor's version. <laughs> I, you I'm seem like all a, over the references tonight. Wow, you really are. You, you seem like the kind of guy that would buy her album. No. You, you would lie. I guarantee you download the entire no. thing. It's on your Spotify no. list right Hang now. Hang on a second. It? It's on. on your Spotify list. Please don't lie. Hang on. <laughs> Let me defend myself, goddammit. Mm-hmm. I do have a couple versions of a Taylor Swift song on my phone right now. Yeah. Okay? Sue me. <laughs> but I don't download full albums. 
except for Frampton Comes Alive. <laughs> uh, come on. Frampton Comes Alive, great fucking album. 14-minute song right in the middle. Yeah, right, it really is. Uh, Frampton Comes Alive is awesome. What, Show Me the Way? Do you feel like we do? Show, yeah. me, show me the way. Show me the way. Do you feel like we do? Maybe I love you, right? Here you go. All right, that's enough. Sad to see. Sad to see. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Frampton comes a lot. You know, uh, <laughs> you, you talk about you talk about me being old, and yet you you pull Frampton comes alive out of your ass. Was that like nineteen seventy eight? Yes, something like that. Do you know what song? You know what songs at the top of my list right now that I listen to almost daily? Please, Cuban Peep by Desi Arnaz. There you go. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I am an old soul. I've always said this. My favorite band of all time is the Beatles. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And it's always Beatles over Rolling Stones. I don't care. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I'll get attacked for that. I don't care. Okay. By the way, uh that's, that's you want, it? No, I that's fine. Uh, you listen. Yeah, okay. you're, you're gonna keep joking to me about uh me being old, but I'm gonna keep pulling out you, you listen to Frampton comes alive, and then we'll just even, right. even the playing field. By the way, if you ever want to uh, shout out Dion and the Belmonts, right now, too. <laughs> I I could go older, man. I love Red Rod too. Um, if talk about Johnny Coltrane, <laughs> if you ever come on, man. If you ever just want to be caught up in uh, controversy, don't ever play Brown Sugar in a public uh, uh, arena. Have you heard about this? It only, it only no. took it only took 30, 40 years to figure this out, but Brown Sugar is basically about uh, uh, a slave girl getting raped. Moving on. Oh, shit. Yeah, look at the lyrics. Uh, I'll leave it at oh, that. Oh, since we're on this topic? I'll leave it at uh, that. Look at the lyrics for... Um, oh, shit. That's why they won't play it in, do, 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 in their concerts do, anymore. Do, 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 you know what song I'm talking I about? I do. Uh, what song is it? Uh, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And the only re- I. I'm so pissed, but the only part that I know of that song that's in my head right now is because I just heard it. Mm. And I never thought about this until now. He goes right at the end before the do to do, he goes, and all the colored girls go, do to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do. You see that you're like, damn. Yeah. Also, Bob Dylan Hurricane. I'm not going to say that one on air, but shit, <laughs> yeah, that one was, oh, god damn. It's always weird seeing these songs that you're like, this is a great beat, but. He talked yeah. about. He said, "What?" Um, yeah. By the way, and to the white folk, what? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I wasn't aware of what a Minneapolis street fight was, but uh, it just insert city name here and then just put street but fight. But it's not. Except for you, it's not. Well, when you have a Prince guitar, then it becomes a Minneapolis street fight. No. Mm. See, apparently, a Minneapolis street fight is a normal five-on-five mm. tag team match <laughs> for the first five minutes. <laughs> Yes. Look, go look up Jericho's Instagram. He explained it. <laughs> okay. Right? And with the first Minneapolis street fight being Team Baron Von Raschke versus Team Larry the Axe Henning. Go look it up. Mm-hmm. Right? So there are actually real. I really appreciated that Chris Jericho decided to take the time and explain to us what a Minneapolis street fight is. <laughs> because that, my friend, is all that I ask for in WWE. Just make it make it seem something. You got it? Uh no. I bet I could find it. Uh oh, here we go. 
uh, no, he was. I'm sorry. This is a thanks on his Instagram for for the match itself, and then a lot of Fozzy. Um, I just got that song stuck in my head right now. Do 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 do. Nice, nice little racist song stuck in your head. All right, ready? Please. It was an honor and pleasure to see hashtag Baron Von Raschke tonight for the first time in 32 years. My first job in wrestling was setting up the ring for a tour of Manitoba promoted by Bob Holiday back in 1989. I was only 18 years old at the time, but the Baron, who's, who, was one of the, who was the big name on the tour, was super cool to me. He was 100% kayfabe when it came to discussing the wrestling business at all times, as he was today. But he taught me a lot about how to treat your fellow wrestlers and how to treat your fans. He was the first guy. Oh, shit, that wasn't it. That's not it. <laughs> that's, that's not it. That's the one with his photo when he's, he's doing the claw. Here it is. I got it. <laughs> okay. Ever put a staple into a man's ball bag? That's how this uh, post started. Hmm. I have. In all seriousness, I'm very proud of the Minneapolis Street Fight at Full Gear tonight. I want you to remember one thing when you think of this match. Three of our top three out of our five opponents on this live pay-per-view had the grand total of one match between them. One match. It hits to the bottom because that's, that's, a, that's a lot in between there. But You're gotcha. absolutely correct. <laughs> um and one last thing, anybody knows, anybody who knows the rules of a Minneapolis street fight knows that the first five minutes are contested under normal five-on-five tag team match rules. <laughs> then the street fight starts after that. That's the way it was in 1973 when Team Hashtag Baron Von Raschke beat Team Larry the X Henning in the very first one. If you have any problems with those rules, you can take it up with the Baron and suffer the fate of the claw. The claw! There's, there's your rules. Okay. He also gave shout-outs to Eddie Guerrero and the Frog Splash, which I'm not going to lie, I got fucking chills when he did that. Because you could see him holding holding back his emotions mm. like an old-school gentleman. <laughs> Push it all the way down. Yes, shove it down. Lock that shit up. Shove it down. And toss it on the shelf and wait for that shelf to break. It just They just went insane. And then the... <laughs> see Lambert in the ring. Ever staple a man's ball bag. That's a great way to start a post on Instagram. <laughs> He took the staples to, the, to that man's nuts, and the crowd just went insane. Um, Inner Circle, it, it, great idea for them, uh, for Khan. And I, I give no credit to Jericho, but great idea for Khan not to break them up because Jericho was the yeah. one, and he freely admitted it. They was like, maybe it's our time to kind of go out. And he's like, why? Khan's like, why? why? Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to break up? Just do your own thing and then come back when you need to, like when I, basically when I need you to, <laughs> like matches like mm-hmm. this. Um and they built it great. They, this this thing started even before Grand Slam, even before Prudential Center. The storyline was being created with Dan Lambert kind yeah. of just putting his his two cents in every five seconds. Um, yeah, and so everybody was doing their thing. Gravar winning the you know TNT title. Uh, you know Jericho and Hager doing their own thing. Um, you know Santana Ortiz, you know just fighting matches here and there. And then now they come together. They'll do their thing, come back together. So it, it was it was a great idea to to not have to break them up. There's, we don't have to pull McMahon with every group and have them break up after two years i think um, that santana and ortiz should be the ones to dethrone the lucha brothers okay right kept them separated for as long as possible mm. and eventually they'll take the titles from them shout out hog wrestling <laughs> queens queens uh queens get the money that and dollar dollar bill yo. uh <laughs> let's see here uh oh and then we have before the main event tony giovanni with the mic and really, just out of yes. nowhere. I mean, like, of all the Shibane! names. 
all the names. Jay Lethal is now all elite. Huge. That that is a I, I love him. I Huge. really, I really, absolutely love him. He is a very entertaining character. Uh, way over when uh, when he was with uh, TNT and his claim to fame, his biggest moment ever in his career. TNA. Excuse me, TNA. Excuse me. Uh, his biggest moment in his career was his Rick off. off with Rick Flair. His Rick off. And yep. just him, him wooing. He sounded just like him too. Just absolutely amazing. Yeah. And that's well to the point now that he still has his music as his theme. He basically stole the man's uh, theme music. Um, but I did not. I don't remember that part. Do you realize that like, the music that he came out to was? I missed that. I think I was getting a drink. Okay. Um, yeah. So that was that was it. And uh, Jay Lethal is all elite. I, I love it. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And I've now, always so wanted to do that, man. Him, him, uh, what? To do no, what? that's what he said. Oh. Uh, him coming out and now uh, immediately challenging Guevara. Um, and, uh, Does he come out to Ric Flair's music? If Ric Flair on Wednesday. On? Tonight, isn't it? <laughs> tonight. It's tonight. It is tonight. Today is a Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. You think yeah. he comes out to Flair's music? It has to. It's <sighs> it's like a like a remix version of it, but... It was just very blatant. Um, Jay White. Oh, man. Jay White. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. Oh, Jay White. Nah, Jay the, White would be a fucking get. That's another another uh, another get there. Another J. Another, another J. J. Another J. Another day. From a very um, different part of the world. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Main event. Uh, we had Omega versus Page, and this has to be number one on your list for Match of the Night. This is the number one on my list for Match of the Night. Storytelling wise, everything wise, I fucking loved this match. Well, this this was probably and, and here we go with with the uh, and because it, of how I'm not going to give myself full credit on saying it, uh, but I am going to say that I was right. You don't have to play my music. Don't no, don't I won't. Do it. I won't. Don't That's worry fine. about it. Okay. Don't don't you don't don't have to worry about no, it. I'll I won't. take a range. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I loved this match. It's still because of what happened earlier in the night with the world title eliminator. Mm. I thought. I th- I did think at times throughout the match that they were going to have Hangman re- uh, uh, Omega retain, and then Hangman would have been pushed to the back of the line, and Brian would have come up. Maybe you get a Hangman heel turn or something, which was a know. great a great thing to do for, as far as Swerve goes. Because yeah, at that point you were the whole night was just this idea of this coronation of Page, this long two and a half, you know, three year road of him, mm-hmm. you know, getting to this point. This is the point. And so when you had uh, Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson, let's try that again. I just created a whole new name. I just created. <laughs> oh shit! I just created a whole new name, Dan- Danielson Bryanson. Uh, when you had Brian Danielson win, take that. Bryanson Danielson. Bryanson Danielson. Um, when you had him win, it was it was a great swerve. So I, I kind of thought the same thing. I I still would have put all my money on on Page winning, but yeah, that was kind of a, a good way of maybe having people doubt it. Um. You had the culmination. This this storyline, again, like I said, two and a half, three years of a, of a storyline. The the best on television, on television, two and a half, three years. This storyline in particular mm. has been brewing for the past seven years. Okay, six years, I'd give it. Mm. As far when as him, Hangman him officially being... came into the Bullet Club, right, right. When when Bullet Club America was a thing mm. in Ring of Honor, and they were officially blessed by the Bullet Club Japan, and and they were able to get all these people over mm. right hangman was one of those people mm. adam cole all that stuff and now the culmination 
of Hangman being the guy. Yeah. He's the guy now, right? Shout out to today. Hangman has officially declared it National Cowboy Shit Day. Cowboy Shit Day. He went from uh, that first match with Jericho. It, it wasn't time for him uh, to win that. And this is the, 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 the coronation of the very first AEW champion. Jericho took that. Um, his storyline with Omega being uh, tag team champs with him and the, the will they won't they break up uh, storyline that that continued to go go forward with him being part of the elite and that whole thing of him you know being on the outside looking in with the elite um, then finally breaking up they finally losing and then breaking up um, his him getting his opportunity uh, the number one contender and then putting it up for grabs with uh, Dark Order's chances at number one contendership also and then losing that so him going to the back of the line he needed uh, uh, time at that point to uh, have a kid um, and then his triumph. Congratulations. Re- congratulations. And then his triumphant return um, into uh, the a, Casino, the casino Royale, Royale uh, where he won that to become number one contender again. And Great movie, too. It really is. Um, and then both of them, the, the original one, too. The original. <laughs> and then his, uh, his uh, return to, to the top and then him winning this championship. It was just uh, a very, very long road, but absolutely worth it. In every aspect of the game, absolutely worth it. That it was so well put together and so well told, um, that it, you understood not only that he should have won, but you understood the gravity of his win. Is that it was yes. so, it was so important uh, in the grand scheme of things that it, it, and again it was like someone just came up and and won it uh, after a couple months. It wasn't like uh, Brian Danielson came in out of nowhere, even though at some point he will be a champion and just won it. Um, this was, again, a long time coming, and it was just well told. Um, and that he, and, and the idea of uh, Dark Order coming out, I kind of expecting it, and then him swatting away the beer and giving, giving everybody a hug when he won it. And the end of the match, I'm, I'm going all over the place here, but the end of the match with... Um, <laughs> the young bucks with the young bucks that too yes so him going for the buckshot lariat and putting the referee in the way and him <laughs> clotheslining the referee um the him uh, doing the uh, one wing one winged angel on uh, Kenny Omega uh uh yeah and, and, and only then, two people to ever kick out of the one wing angel mm. and that is Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi mm-hmm. fun fact fun fact Omega has protected that to the end. I, I think as you should. I think the the idea yeah. of it's, it might be old school mental uh, mentality here, but no, it's not. The if you're a main of, event, like if you're a top guy, you got to protect your finisher at all costs. Absolutely. I mean, that's in all finishers, unless unless it's something like that you really feel that it, it's worthy of the time to kick out of it. It's why, it's why it's called a finisher. It's not like uh, the the maybe it's okay move. Yeah. This is your it's finisher. It's not a signature move. <laughs> right. It's your finisher. It's not a signature <laughs> so, move. It, it just makes sense. And that goes for you know every, what I mean? again, that goes for every wrestler. It shouldn't just be Kenny Omega. Whatever your finisher is, that's your that's your move. That's it. Like we're we're kicking out of way too many things. That it becomes null and void. Um, the yeah. idea of a finisher, like the lion salt, is Chris Jericho's signature move. It's but the Judas finish. effect is his finisher. finisher. Right. Right. So you don't get up from Judas effect. You shouldn't have to get up. Um, but uh, yeah, so between all the, the the back and forth at the end there, and then yeah, and then the young bucks giving the nod, like it was kind of like to to Hangman Page, like we you got this, which was kind of like a very subtle yet interesting thing that they did, and so now are we 
to see that the elite is going to kind of break up again? Like what's what's the I'm going to say this. I will reserve my opinion about the break of the, of the elite until next week. Until tonight. To see to see A cuz I haven't watched BTE yet and I'm sure that they gave some sort of nod to it on there. Okay. And I haven't watched it. And number 2 tonight. Mm. Tonight. Now let's fast forward to tonight a little bit. We got the celebration of Hangman Adam Page in his home state, hometown, whatever. He's getting a hometown celebration on Dynamite tonight. Mm. Do we think that anybody interrupts this? Of course. Now, I, I, I brought it up on... Hang on. Mm. Hang on. It's not like we're doing a podcast or anything. If if this is someone that you're you're answering the call for, go ahead. Yo, you're on air. What's up? <laughs> really? What's up? What? <laughs> <laughs> who, I haven't told him anything. Who is this? It's Steven. It's Steven. Steven is on air. How are you, sir? Bing bong. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Good lord. Uh <laughs> This is really. I want to say you sound sick. You must have watched Raw on Monday. Uh, <laughs> Oof. Is Raw getting you sick? I guess. She's got bunda. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Love you. We'll call you back in a couple minutes, all right? Enjoy yourselves. Love Bye. you. Uh, the man, the myth. I want it to be known that I did not tell him anything. The man, the myth, the legend. Um, well, I haven't told him anything about our references on this show yet. Oh, well then he's going to get a who when he listens to the show. I already told him that he was going to pop. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Um, let me wrap up AEW here. Uh, dark order, giving the hug, um, at the end there, I kind of got a little misty eyed there. Uh, yeah. and, and then the lifting on the shoulders. So we are in the new era of Adam page and yeah, uh, we are in the cowboy shit era, cowboy shit era and uh, well-deserved. It's, it's an awesome era and uh, well-deserved for him. So congratulations to, uh, to cowboy shit. Good. I mean, just... uh, one final note on that yeah. shout out to pistol Pete for sending us this picture. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently on wrestler observer radio, mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer said, Kenny Omega will be getting checked out for various injuries. Mm hmm. And he could be taking some time off to deal with them. He stuck around this long to see, so he could see through the Hangman Page storyline. So shout out to Kenny Omega just, for working injured. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Because uh, that was the whole payoff. It came up to this this pay per view. You you like we said before, yeah. it's like the culmination of this entire storyline of years and years and years of you building this up and him finally winning. Um, yeah, it, it, it's kudos to him to for pulling it through um i will also if i can find it really quickly there was a video that i watched online which was leading up to this pay-per-view with kenny omega and let's see if i can do this without you nope there we go uh by dr Bo hightower he has a lot of videos online of him adjusting celebrities and one of these he's a chiropractor and one, one of these videos was him and kenny omega and he did he, he always does the initial look left look right look up down um, to see your range of motion and he said that I can't really turn my head to the left all the way or the right I can look up I, I can't I mean I can look down I really can't look that that far up 
So then he went at it, and you just see him doing this one move where he has his arm, his shoulder up, and he's got his arm around him, and he's like pushing on his collarbone. <laughs> and Omega goes, uh, "What the hell are you doing? What, what, what's going on here?" Like he's trying to talk to him about like wrestling, and the doctor's trying to talk him through this. And Omega's like, yeah. uh, "What? What, are we, what, what the hell's going on?" Like it was kind of like an off-script moment, right in the beginning of the of the the thing of the video, um, like at the six-minute mark, and. Uh, and then through that, he has the the hammer and chisel to the neck. He does the 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 crack a lacking. He does the the crack with his. He spreads his legs open like behind. Oh. Him. I know it. Like, we kind of adjust the pelvis. Oh, good God! I mean, the, the look on his face was like of sure sheer horror. Um, and that was like a forty five minute video. I watched like the first fifteen minutes of it. But uh, man, the things that he, especially him, they go through to get to this point, and like he said, he needed this adjustment for this match, and, and no shit. Uh, but yeah, just but you've seen him for how long coming out with cupping like marks on him? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, they, they cupping marks, kinetic tape, yeah, like everything. Got to got to figuratively tape it and hold it together uh, for your matches. Um, so we have this the celebration tonight. We have let's see, I'm trying to see what else here for tonight. Guevara versus Jay Lethal. We have his his debut. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Evil Uno is happening. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. Uh, let's see what else. Shida. Uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, Ishii. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Yes. Tomohiro, Tomohiro Ishii. 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 Versus uh, Butcher and the Blade. And the Acclaimed versus uh, Dante Martin and Leo Rush. Leo Rush, I could, I could, another one I could watch all day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, there's your... So not really that, that crazy of a, of a card, uh, except for the you know, Brian Danielson match. But... Uh, yeah. And that's not even you know, evil Uno, but so yeah, it's it's more more so for the celebration of uh, Adam Page. I'll probably kick things off tonight. What a pay per view! Uh, I just absolutely insane. And uh, what a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! Um, let's get into. We have another pay per view coming up. We do this Sunday. This Sunday. 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 Oh, um, took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> Survivor Series. The series of damn Sur- seven second delay. <laughs> the series of survivors. Uh, I will say that I'm not sure why. If you can explain this really quickly, why do you put someone into a survivor series match just to take them out of it? Like, what is the purpose of that in, in storytelling mode? So when you put like someone like Aaliyah or Rey Mysterio in the, on the teams, and then all of a sudden you out them via match, what's the po- and and also Dominic Mysterio? Why do you do that? Why, what's the point of having him in there? Like why might just not have who you wanted originally in there, Vince, in the lineup? I didn't like that they announced them. They had just announced the teams on Twitter. Like I thought that was stupid. Like you wanted like some sort of like match yeah. matches to qualify. I wanted a for captain, the team. right? I wanted a captain, mm-hmm. and I wanted the captain to go pick throughout the show or a couple shows. Go pick the team, right? Right, Sasha Banks. Named captain, right. let's say. Mm-hmm. Old she has to go behind backstage and go to Shotzi. Hey, I know we've had our differences, but this is all about brand supremacy. We got to put the pass aside and we got to beat Raw. Right? Same thing with Bianca Belair over. She's the captain on that side, right? Captain ish. Sure. All right, cool. I mean, it's really no She goes to Liv Morgan. She goes to Carmella. She goes to all these people and be like, hey, we need you. Suit up. Mm <laughs> hmm. I just don't understand. Again, I, I don't understand the I, the the concept of having teams lined up and then all of a sudden 
Like, nope. You're not. It's on. to further storylines past Survivor Series. So, uh, yeah, Aaliyah was on. I guess it's because team. they think it works so well for freaking Becky Lynch. Uh, Sonya Deville. Even though that was forced. Yeah. Deville, uh, Sonya Deville removing Aaliyah from the match. A replacement has not been announced. So let's, let's just go over uh, all the matches here. So, uh, not that this, I'm just going in order of what's on my, my screen here. Uh, Big E versus Roman Reigns, champion. Roman champion. Reigns. This is where I agree, but want to disagree. If, if Vince had any sense, he would have done New Day versus Bloodline. He would have, well, that too. That would be elimination. Long. There's, there's your pure survivor series right there. But, uh, if if he has any sense and he wants to make Big E, put him over Roman Reigns. Put him over. Reigns is already over. What like, you have a, a champion that Big E who is not as big. Roman Reigns is probably the biggest name in in the world as far as wrestling goes right now. Um, Nobody has pinned Roman Reigns clean since he came back. Make Big E right now. Make your other champion. That would by make doing him, this. That would make him by, by doing this. I don't agree with it per se. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm saying no, you would really want to make him, and you want to make a champion, and that's, uh, not that he's not respectable, but someone that uh, on Raw that you can be like, oh shit, like he's the real deal, put him over on Roman Reigns. Um, yeah. Let, let that, Agreed. let it be like a, an AEW run-in where, you know, they have uh, the, the Usos outside, and you know, New Day comes in, takes him out, and then now it's just the two of them, and Big E gets the win. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so uh, Reigns I, will win. Paul Heyman throws a title in the, in the ring. There you go. <laughs> that, that or well, I mean, yeah, he has to be has to be clean. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch, probably my most intriguing match of the night, which I'm most curious about because of all the hoopla that's been around as far as uh, Flair's antics. I think, I think that creative has decided that Becky Lynch will win that match. As she should, she probably As she should, should. Just, just because of optics. Said, because of optics, I think she should. But go ahead. That being said, I don't know how Charlotte feels about that. I really hope oh, Charlotte sure. doesn't go into business for herself, uh, and that she sees the bigger picture. Hope she doesn't pull a Stone Cold versus Brock. Becky Lynch wins this. Match. She's damned either way at this point, and she's done that to herself. She's damned if she yeah. wins because then people will be like, "Oh, she pulled that card that she's not going to lose." Um. There's that Montreal screw job 2021 <laughs> with Sonia Deville acting in Vince McMahon's uh, place. Would it be real? Charlotte, though? Charlotte drops the title. A E W. There you go. Hey, there you go. Um, Oxalugi right into her eyes. Beautiful eyes. <laughs> I think it would be uh I think it would be Pierce actually. I think Pierce would come out there and, and pull that crap and then <laughs> she's off to AEW. Uh spit in the eye though, that has to happen. Has to happen. Just for for the sense of you not causing controversy, you should have Becky Lynch win this. Um yes. Team Raw, the men, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, uh it was Rey Mysterio, Bobby Lashley, Rey Mysterio is no longer on the team. Versus Team SmackDown versus which Austin is, uh, Theory. Austin Terry is taking the spot. And Bobby Lashley. Sorry, that's right. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Xavier Woods, Jeff Hardy, Happy Corbin, and soon to be announced. Mm-hmm. I have one issue with this. Please. Why did Adam Pierce go on this whole tirade about his entire team being 
former world champions. But the last person who we put in this match is never been a world champion in the WWE. Hasn't, hasn't held a belt at all. Yeah, ever. Ever. I mean, I don't know about indies, but, you know, in the WWE, WWE ever. He is not. Yeah. How does that work out? That's my really, that's the plot hole. It's wrestling. As, as you would call it. It's wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but again, I I'm just think. I'm just baffled as to why they announce names and then take them off. It is a bunch of heels. I think Raw takes that. Uh, it's a bunch of heels. Um, Go through it again. Sethra, it's, it, everyone's a heel except for Finn. Except for Finn, yeah. <laughs> so you have Rollins, Balor, Owens, uh, Theory, and Lashley, yeah. You have a bunch of heels. Yeah. Uh, Not even tweeners. Everyone's a heel. Everyone's a heel. <laughs> Finn. Except for Finn. Yeah. You know what that says to me? That Team SmackDown. Finn's going to be the last man standing. SmackDown's going to win. Oh, yeah, that may be true. <laughs> if you have the, the faces uh, to take that. Um, maybe that's what they were. Maybe that's what Vince wanted. Maybe he wanted a heel versus, excuse me, heel versus uh, face match, which, I mean, happy Corbin. I could take take or leave now at this point. His character sucks. Um, and now for the women, Bianca Belair, or Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, another rocket up that ass, uh, Carmella, <laughs> Zelina Vega. Uh, and then we had uh, SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Blackheart, not Blackheart, Shotzi, excuse me, uh, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, and Aaliyah is gone. Why? Who knows? You know what? For the men, I say SmackDown. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really decide between the two, so that one can go either way for me. Mm-hmm. But I know that the Raw women are going to take this. Okay. Because of the crazy dissent. Now, granted, both of them have dissension. Mm. Both teams have dissension in them. Mm. But I think Raw has more. I mean, SmackDown has more. Uh, right. Between Sasha and Shotzi, between uh, Shayna Baszler and Sasha, there's old shit there. See, at least with the women, there's more of a mix of heel and face on each team. It's, it just makes more sense. Uh... Inter- Intercontinental with uh, Damian Priest taking on Shinsuke. Oh, United I think States Priest goes Inter- over. Intercontinental. Um, you think so? I think Priest goes over. Sh- Shinsuke is also on record as of recently saying that he's uh, not liking his, his character direction. Yeah, um, I believe he used the term watered down. It is watered down. <laughs> it is. Because um, that's what WWE does. Uh, I'm going to say Shinsuke in this one, actually. All right. But you got Priest. Okay. Uh, Want to make a gentleman's agreement on it? Sure. 20 bucks? Oh! You know what? Yeah, you're on. All right. I got Shinsuke. I got Priest. You got Shinsuke. Sounds good. All uh, right. Because that's the one that could go either way. Yeah. Literally could go either way. Um, by the way, if, if Biggie wins, I'm not even taking a bet. I'm not, I'm not paying if he loses, but if he wins, I want 20 bucks. No. If it's a clean finish on Big E, I want 20 bucks. No. Um, that would be the greatest call ever. So twenty bucks. That would be. I'll give you your music. Twenty bucks. You can play that. Nine months twenty. Uh, RK Bro versus uh, the Usos. I got the Usos. Got the Usos. Uh, yeah. All right. Sure. Um, I had to debate that for a second. And oh, that's it. That's those are the matches. This was the other thing I brought when I was on WWE Shop. Is that a Becky hat? No, it's RK Bro. <laughs> oh, it's RK Bro. <laughs> It looks like it could be about that. This looks like the hair could that be Becky. That is true. Uh, but RK Bro, when she feathers her hair. Yeah, I'm like I'm like in the uh, 
the Becky character. Yeah. Um, there was also my last thing. I, I do like the idea of uh, not the idea, the the video that's out there. Um, it was after a raw. She's on the ramp. And someone videos saying, yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Your baby's so cute. Your baby's so beautiful. <laughs> I know she, she got it from she, me. I know she came from me. <laughs> that was very cool. Um, that was great. Now my last thing will be uh, <laughs> as we come full circle. Taya Valkyrie uh, responding to uh, yes, uh, responding, responding. I forgot to, about that. I'm happy you remember. <laughs> responding to Cali Mike One <laughs> at Cali Mike One. If you want to respond to him, um. Replying to Tommy Dreamer, the Tommy Dreamer, and also at Real Keith Lee and nine other people, saying, "Please do not," and I'm I'm quoting this this person, "Please do not hired old wrestlers, just focus on young. Please do not hired. I'm sure you meant hire. Please do not hire old wrestlers, just focus on young." Taya then responded, "SCFU, I just turned 38. I've been ashamed to even speak about my age until today. 38 is not old, especially when you're a man. Process that." And then she goes on to another tweet. Age should never be an issue. I beg to differ. I'm almost 28, and I feel old. yeah. <laughs> Age should never be a, and should never be and issue a D. Whatever that means. Age should never. What? She says age should never be and issue. It should be an issue. A D. A the letter A the letter D. Age should never be and issue a D. <laughs> Anno domini. Sure. I'm sick. I'm sick of people using that as a reason that someone should lose their job. I'm a woman. Oh my god. I know. Tired. I'm a woman, comma, a wife, no comma, a mother to two dogs. <laughs> to two dogs. An aunt and a friend. Nobody should ever say that 38 is old. Grow up. Someone should uh, I know a lot of people who say that their their pets are their children. They should probably uh you should probably also check when you some people who are really close to me do that. And let me tell you something, mm. I, I I can't stand it sometimes. <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah, I have pets, but yeah, I don't uh, say that I'm their dad. It's always it's. Uh, I mean, cat mom, I guess is a thing, but it's mainly dogs. I'm a cat mom. It is mainly you dogs. are a cat mom. I'm a cat mom, but it is mainly dogs. Yeah, you're right. It is like uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It is very weird. Um, Austin Theory also went on to talk about his Vince McMahon wanting him to stay before his release. Uh, all these reports, Keith Lee, uh, his storyline before his release, Mia Yim, uh, her her uh, being brought up and her the ideas for her before they they released her. Um, uh, yeah, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, and that is it on my end. Anything else, sir? Before we. Peace the hell out. Shout out to the San Francisco 49ers who put an ass whipping on the LA Rams last night. My Dude. boys are back, baby. Let's fucking go. Overreaction? I don't give a fuck. We're going to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> I mean, probably not. No, probably not. But that was a hell That's of a win. That's good to think that way. That was a hell of a win. That was a big W. Hell of a win. Good for you. I was so happy. Yeah, really. I was in the bathroom at work, and I started clapping. I was like, damn, I can't be this loud right now. What? <laughs> what? 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 All right. I think we've encapsulated in a very timely manner everything that's gone on in the last two weeks that we've missed. Uh, if there's anything else that we missed, because I'm sure there always is, please hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. 
anything else before we head out of here? No, that's it. I will uh, give my full report of everything Barclay Center and the awful seats that they have there. Good God. It's like sitting in a sardine can in half. They cut the sardine can in half, and you sit in these chairs that my big ass, one cheek could probably sit on, on two different chairs. But yep. um, I'm looking forward to leaning forward the entire uh, night. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you have Prudential? Like I did a Prudential with <laughs> sitting in between two big guys, uh, Joe and Steven, respectfully. And uh, yeah, this, this Whoa, should be. No, no, no. Hang on a second. I'm sorry. Steven's not as big as me. But he's still a big guy. He's a he's a he's a thick gentleman, but he's not like he's the. the it's still a big guy, dude. I'm a big guy, and I'm, I'm well, the five guy, seven. I feel bad for Stephen because of the two large men that were he was sitting next to. Oh, so you're saying that I was? Well, you, but more specifically, the other guy. The, next other, to the other guy was just spilling over his chair. If I could, he was gargant. Confirmed. I, if, I, <laughs> if I could leave you with this visual, picture this: Prudential Center. What? 2021. What? Uh. We're sitting there watching this this match, and this gentleman who apparently is very ripe. What? What? Um, <laughs> apparently, a very ripe gentleman. What? Uh, what? Could uh, was talking to you, Stephen, the entire night. What? And he basically his stomach was spilling over his chair. What? What? And uh, he had a, a ripe smell to him. What? What? And uh, he, he, Stephen looked like he was miserable the entire night. What? Now, I'm sure he enjoyed the night as far as wrestling goes, what? but it did not seem like he enjoyed talking to this gentleman and feeling the waft or smelling the waft every time he got up to go to the bathroom. What? So in honor of Steven, what? I salute you. What? I commend you. What? And I hope that you had a good time regardless of stench. What? And that is my two cents for the end of the night. Um, shout out to shout out to big boys in small chairs. And that's what's going to happen uh, this Sunday. Uh, we have, uh, I was going to say Rampage. We have Dynamite tonight uh, and uh, the, the congratulatory uh, celebration for Adam Page. Again, if there's anything else, please hit us up on the Twitters. Uh, guys, thank you so very much. I'm sorry for the delay and the wait. I, a lot of text messages my way. Like, what the hell's going on? Where's your show? Um, Same. I, I appreciate the, the want. I, I, I do. I'm sorry. Our, our schedules got in the way. Uh, life got in the way. Yeah, so deep. And on that, that note, it did. And on that note, anything else, sir? Ice cold Bud Light, what? <laughs> what? This is Sons of Slam. Chris Mindell, Joe Black, we're out. What? The Sons of Slam podcast. <laughs>